In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Three in One, who makes today a great day. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, what do you remember about yesterday? What do you remember about last year? What do you remember about the day that you turned six years old? What do you remember about those times? You see, some days we have days where, you know, we can't really remember what we had for lunch yesterday. Or maybe we have days where we can't even remember what we had for lunch today. We have those days that we have a hard time remembering what happened, and then we have times like it worked out just so perfectly, I already had this sermon written, and then last night happened. And we have times like last night when those games that came on, no matter whose fan you were, there was a bit of a moment of maybe a little bit of hardship in the game. But then, after a while, there were some moments of victory. And depending on whose fan you are, it either ended in victory or it ended in, well, defeat. And that tends to be how we remember our days. In fact, it's been proven that one significant event can really change your perspective on how you remember what happened on a particular day or a particular point of time. You see, there was this researcher who was very interested in the subject of happiness, which seems to be a very big thing. If you go on to Amazon.com right now and you just type in happiness or happy, you'll see all sorts of books that are being written this year and last year on the subject of happiness. It's something that we can't really seem to get our minds really wrapped around. In fact, one of our FSU profs here wrote a book on happiness. And the reason that he wrote that book on happiness is because it seems to be this mysterious thing. That we can't really figure out how it comes about being in our lives. How we actually think that, well, yesterday was a happy day. Or yesterday was a sad day. And it all boils down usually to just a few moments within that day or within that period of time. And they began to think about this when one researcher, he went to this symphony. And he was sitting in that symphony for 20 minutes and the music was beautiful and everything was flowing and everything was great. And he was sitting there and he was having such a great time. And it was magnificent. The music was lifting his spirit. The music was lifting his soul. And then all of the sudden... There was a horrible off note that came back from one of the second or third chairs. And it ruined the entire thing. At least for him. And when he went home that night, he thought, isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting that I was having such a great time for about 20 minutes. My spirit was being lifted by this music and everything was happening so well. And then all of a sudden that off note came and destroyed my entire enjoyment of what happened in that symphony. And so they began to do studies, notably with people that are going through something that, well, we probably would think is a very unhappy day. They started studying people that were going through colonoscopies. 
I haven't been through one. If you have, I understand that it's not a very good day for you. But they started studying them. And they started taking a look at how they came away from that experience. And they started looking at how they really kind of interpreted that event and that day. And what they found out that was about half of them had shorter colonoscopies, but they were more painful. And the other half of them, they had longer colonoscopies, but they weren't quite as painful. There wasn't quite as much pain, and they were measuring this pain based on some dials that they had put on their heads. And what they found out was, interestingly enough, it didn't even matter how long of a period of time it was or how much pain was actually involved. Instead, it had to do with when the colonoscopy ended. If it ended during a moment of extreme pain, then they thought that was a horrible thing that I never want to go through again. And if it ended on a mediocre level of pain, they thought that was a horrible thing that I never want to go through again, but at least it probably wasn't as bad as what it could have been. There was a difference just from one little moment, depending on where that moment in time was. And sometimes that happens in our lives where we can say, today is a happy day because this great thing happened in my life, even though the rest of my day was, well, not so great. One big thing happened, and it was fantastic, and I had a good day today. Similarly, you can be having a great day, and if you get the wrong phone call, or if you get the wrong email, or if you see the wrong thing, you'll look back on that day and you'll say, that was a horrible day. The Apostle Paul is having a horrible day. When he's writing to this young man, this young Timothy, three years after he's written his first letter to Timothy, and Timothy is not having such a great day himself. The whole reason that Paul is writing this second letter to Timothy is to bolster him in the faith because Timothy appears to be, well, having not such a great time. He's really kind of wondering what's going on with this whole Christianity thing. He's beginning to feel the pressures that are being laid on him as a leader in this church. And his faith is beginning to falter. And so the Apostle Paul is writing to this young Timothy. And you can almost hear him writing, saying, Dear Timothy, I'm having an awful day. I am currently in Rome. I'm chained to a Roman guard who, if I get out of line, will beat me. You see, Paul was probably chained to a Roman guard because Rome thought that he was basically a religious terrorist. And those kind of prisoners got special treatment. They got the special treatment of they were literally chained, one arm to the wall and one arm to a soldier. And that way they couldn't do anything bad, otherwise that soldier would beat them. And so the Apostle Paul is writing to this young man, Timothy, probably only through speaking to somebody who's come to visit him, and saying, Dear Timothy, remember Jesus. 
remember Jesus. That's what makes the difference for Paul. He says, I've endured all sorts of things. I've been beaten. People have tried to kill me numerous times. I've been through shipwrecks. I am probably going to die soon. And this guy next to me, he's probably going to beat me in about 15 minutes. But remember Jesus. No matter what you're doing right now, Timothy, I know that your faith is probably faltering. I know that you need some encouragement. Remember Jesus. Because if you remember Jesus, you'll remember how much He loves you. If you remember Jesus, you'll remember all of the things that He did for you. If you remember Jesus, you'll remember that He is the Son of David, that He is the true Messiah who has come into this world. He came into this world. He went to a cross. He died on that cross. They buried Him for three days. On the third day, He rose again out of that tomb. Now He's standing at the right hand of God, and remember Him. And you'll have a day that is good. You'll have enough strength to go on. Remember that your sins are forgiven. Remember that all of that uncleanliness is washed away from you. Because oftentimes that's what we remember, isn't it? We remember all of those bad things that we've done. We remember all of those times that we've sinned. We remember all of those times where we haven't lived up to God's expectations of us. We remember times that we have forgotten about Jesus. And if you mire down in the remembrance of those things, you're going to have a bad day. I'll guarantee you. But if you remember Jesus, if you remember Jesus, then you will remember that He has washed away those sins. That He has washed away anything that you have done. That He has forgiven you and those things are torn apart as far as east is from west. And if you remember Jesus, you'll be able to move on with your life. You'll have a day that is joyful and happy in the sense that you know that you are freed, not only today, but for all of eternity. You're free. Remember Jesus. And as you're remembering Him, remember what He would have you to do. Remember that He would have you go out into this world and to remind people of Him. To remind people of what He has done for you. Remind people of what He has done for them. Remind them how much He loves them. How much He loves you is reflected in how much you love them. And so, remember Jesus. And remind people of Jesus. And you will be happy. Amen.